Hey, everybody. Thanks for downloading this episode. If you didn't read the show notes or you don't know who we're talking about, we are talking about the band Pig Destroyer tonight. And um, it's not that it's really fucked up. But it's fucked up enough for a disclaimer. It's pretty fucked up. So if you don't know what you're in for or you happen to have some little ones around and you're used to listening to this podcast and you think it's okay, this might be the one to listen to on the headphones. Just FYI. Thank you for downloading. It's time for Big Destroyer. And if you thought Roach Coach was the only podcast featuring a character named Prowler, then you are ready for this episode of Discography Discussion. Yeah, tonight's going to be a little weird. We're talking about Pig Destroyer, aren't we? Pig Destroyer. I am Joe. That is Dan. That is Jeff. He's still conscious, I think. All right, we might have to take an update on him later. So whose bright idea was this? Uh, It's uh, not the guy who's asleep, I'll tell you that. That's me. Uh, I like Pig Destroyer, and I've liked them for a long time. I was going to say, I like Headaches too. Since at least 2004, 2005, I've been on the Pig Destroyer train. I like Grindcore. Sometimes Grindcore is good. Sometimes Grindcore is bad. Pig Destroyer is an example of what Grindcore should be, I think. <laughs> well, I thought that was Napalm Death. Joe, if there there has never been anything more appropriately said on this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I've got a few here, Jeff. What can I say? <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys sinking down to my level for this episode. See, here's the thing about talking about Pig Destroyer. When you called me up, the first thing I thought of was their 2001 album, Prowler in the Yard, which is the album I have. I love it. It starts off with a song named Jennifer. It definitely proves that you can be totally weird and fucked up and appeal to no one but the obscure, because what the hell are these guys doing most of the time? <laughs> I don't even want to play it in the beginning of the show. I'm not sure if they even know. I feel know. like it would su- it would spoil some type of surprise. Can you put a can you put a clip, Joe, in the in the show notes? Um, well, I'm sure I'm sure we can link to it somewhere on the internet. We're are not you gonna thinking play about it. the opening thing I'm thinking about? Yeah, well, we're not going to play it on the show because we we can't play uninterrupted audio like that without getting um, copyright lawyers up our ass. So. so so here's the thing: for the next minute and a half, what I need you to do, you the listener, I need you to pause this podcast, look down in the show notes. There's a link. It's a YouTube link. It was the first one I could find to a song called Jennifer by Pig Destroyer. It's a minute and 21 seconds long. I need you to listen to that and then come back. We'll wait. Okay, so... (sighs) Is this what we're about tonight? (laughs) Well, I tell you what, it's a good thing this is not video because i don't think i have my pants on right now. where do i begin um, um this start is, at the beginning that's a good spot well before we get to all that i think we need to talk about um our feedback we've we've been getting a lot of feedback lately and it's uh it's been overwhelming and it's great and we want more of it what so. is it about listening to pig destroyer that makes me feel off kilter we haven't even started the show and i forgot my place you're just totally off tonight <laughs> man i mean shit i did the intro that's crazy so <laughs> I need to start with a plug, don't I? 
Before we get into this massacre of a band named Pig Destroyer, I'm going to take the time to say thank you to everyone for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening and for subscribing. If you are not a subscriber, you can find everything discography discussion at DiscussMetal.com. We are on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, so if you have an Amazon Echo or a Google Home, you have no excuse. Ask it to play the latest episode of the Discography Discussion podcast, and it will. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Discuss Metal. Be sure to like, favorite, and subscribe. It really helps us out. It lets us know you're listening. And now Dan is going to tell us all about five-star reviews. We love five-star reviews here on Discography Discussion. <laughs> Sorry. You're off kilter too, aren't you? <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, It's hold this on. band, man. Hold I'm on. telling you. Well, it's, in the, it's very distracting in the background. We love five-star reviews here on Discography Discussion. It's kind of a way for us to gauge how our listeners view us. So if you think that we're a five-star rated podcast, give us five stars. We would appreciate it. It lets us know that you're listening and that you enjoy what we're doing. Um, if you don't enjoy what we're doing as much, let us know. Leave us whatever kind of review you think we deserve. We also added functionality to our Facebook page. If you'd like to leave us a review there, you can go to facebook.com slash discography discussion. And we have the option for you to leave us a review. Preferably five stars, but if not, again, just just let us know. I had to switch to Cold Chamber just to get through the opening, if you don't mind. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> One of the developments in 2018 was we also became a member of the Amazon Affiliates Program. So we leave links for you in our show notes to the music that we talk about so you can get to it as quickly as possible if you want to buy a copy for yourself. If you want to support the podcast and you already shop on Amazon, that is one of the best ways you can support us. You don't even have to buy what we link to, but if you click that link before you head over to Amazon to make your purchases, it, we get a little kickback from that. It does not impact the price for you, and we really appreciate your support. All right, so we're going to do listener feedback while listening to the band Cold Chamber do a song called Pig. That just goes to show you how crazy Pig Destroyer is that we have to switch to Cold Chamber and that's the chill music we listen to while we're going through this. Shout out to Roach Coach. Cold Chamber heals wounds. Dez. Yeah. I... <laughs> we'll Dez. get into that later. Yeah. Who wants to start, Dan? I guess I have to because I've got the list in front of me and it goes back to episode 24 which was Neurosis with Scott Mellinger. We got a tweet from Lesser of Two Evils. Catching up on your neurosis chat, good stuff. I can vouch for the fact that Scott Kelly is a good guy. Initially intimidating, but really nice. I interviewed him a few years back. Keep up the good work. Check out this picture. That is a giant man. Yeah, next to a smaller man. <laughs> <laughs> the giant man is Scott Kelly, just so we're on the same yeah, page. Yeah, very clear. Yeah, okay. You know what? I, I thought it was, uh, it, at first glance, I thought it was Christian Nairn. Who, that's the guy who plays Hodor. Is that because of the trucker hat? No, it's the the fact that he's much larger and he's got an awesome beard. In regards to episode uh, 35, and the reason why everybody wants me to read it is because it's uh, Vidyata. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Connor. Uh, it goes, are they still alive? They've been silent for years. I need to find out what happened to them. I was jamming to Mastodon earlier today, and I got and it got me thinking about what happened. Did some research and came up empty-handed. Also, all social media has been inactive for years with no traces of anything. Went searching on Reddit and found nothing either. To which I said, hey, thanks for listening. Apparently so, but like you, we've been curious as of late. Episode 39, Living Sacrifice. Dan, Facebook, 
Yeah, so we got a message from DJ. And You want to um, say that again? Yeah, we got a message from DJ. DJ. And who is DJ? Sacrifice. DJ Sacrifice, the original lead singer slash bass player for Living Sacrifice. Sent us a nice little message on Facebook. Is Jeff in trouble? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I saw that whenever he messaged. I'm like, uh, anybody uh, reply to that but me? <laughs> I was like, well, he's going to eat me alive. Jeff's not in trouble. Uh, he just sent us a message saying, awesome podcast, guys. Listening to you guys talk about non-existent was funny. My vocals have a backstory. They were more of a protest of what was happening at the time in the studio. Uh, always want to re-record that album properly. Anyway, hope all is well with you guys. Keep up the good work. I'll be listening. So um, that's cool. <laughs> um, very cool. Awesome to hear from DJ. It sounds I, like I uh, admit I'm speechless on that one. <laughs> uh, well, he's a he's a good guy, and I, we really appreciate hearing from you, DJ, and uh, hope to have you on the show sometime soon. In regards to episode 50, Intronaut just came out a couple weeks ago. AC on Twitter. Hooray! Non-metal bands. I guess he's referring to the conversation about whether or not we were going to do some non-metal things in the yep. future. Give me that offspring. Push, Joe, push. That's what she said. <laughs> but yeah, don't want to veer too far, of course. I'd take some Ministry, Ailstorm, Static Ailstorm. X, and Fear Factory, to name a few. I thought Dan was going to snap when Jeff compared <laughs> habitual <laughs> Levi. Levi. I almost said it. <laughs> I thought Jeff... Dan Damn it. I thought Dan was going to snap when Jeff compared habitual levitations to the contortionist. <laughs> well, I do think it... What the hell, Jeff? <laughs> habitual levitations. Go back to sleep. Can we all agree that going and, forward and the in this studio, and the, new the stuff. album is called Habitual Leviathans? <laughs> Moving forward in this studio. I am constantly a massive sea beast. <laughs> Habitually, you might say. We got a Facebook comment also. Yes, we did. On Intro Not. On Facebook, we got a comment from Robbie Post saying, Got to correct you on one thing. Uh-oh. This is in regards to the Intro Not episode. The current incarnation of the band has been together for over 10 years. Leon left after Void. His replacement, current guitarist slash vocalist Dave Timnick, was there for the recording of Prehistoricisms. The fact that the sound changed so drastically between that and Valley of Smoke is just Intronaut doing Intronaut things, not due to a guy leaving. That's good to know. That's uh, that's an our bad. That's the difference between paying attention and coming into it blind and For just sure. wondering. Yeah. Yeah, as I say, that's a whoopsie. <sighs> is it time? Pig Destroyer. All right. Sorry, Dez, but we got to go... Back to the band of the week here. So, Dan. This is music? Tell me about Pig Destroyer. Pig Destroyer is a grindcore band from Virginia that started in 1997. And, well, they're crazy as all shit, dude. I don't really know how to how to put it into words exactly. Yeah, it's grindcore, but it's not, it's not really grindcore like Napalm Death. This is the... Late 90s, early 2000s grindcore that would go on to be imitated and abused, if that's even possible, by the little bands in the corner of the basement, not worrying about the sound quality, if you know what I mean. Right. Well, the difference is, though, is that Pig Destroyer has excellent sound quality for the type of music that they're playing. I, I do agree with that. Their, uh, their wall of noise is uh, very loud and very, well... 
grindy. Prop- properly recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I got to cheat this week and spend some time listening to it through one speaker. They submix to mono better than they should, at least on their first couple albums. That's interesting. It is, because you wouldn't expect a band like this to be listenable without the full stereo onslaught that they have. But for the music, and I've said it before, I will repeat it, it's good grindcore. Yeah. There, there are times I can't understand what they're saying, and that would be the time where I'm accusing them of not having any actual words, but for the times where I can't understand them, I enjoy it. And they're really fucked up. The subject matter, the imagery, they're really fucked up. And it's 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 fucked up in an Alice Cooper kind of way, where, yeah, it's cringing on the edge on purpose, and I like it. Yeah, as I say, the only time that I can understand what they're saying is when they're uh, using a vocoder. Outside of that, nope. No fucking clue. And that's they're, okay. <laughs> they're saying some shit. Uh, I don't know about on the first album, but... Uh, yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure they're saying shit. I just don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> well, the first album is called Explosions in Ward 6. I don't have that. What I have is 38 Counts of Battery, which I know is a compilation. Right, it has that whole album on it, as well as some cover songs. That explains demo the songs. differences between some of the tracks as far as the mixing. Yeah, for sure. There's a really cool cover of uh, Carcass's Genital Grinder on there that sounds better than the original version. Which <laughs> it's not that hard. Not a, tall, not a tall order. Not a tall order. Record not in trash can. Okay, go. <laughs> uh, this first album is really just kind of an onslaught, and that's going to be a pretty common theme with this band. Um, breakneck tempos, uh, that's a trope, but it really is breakneck. Less than two-minute songs. Very, very short songs. Um, just just nothing but noise. This was, this was let's, let's see how loud and insane of a noise we can make. And it sounds good. I mean, I really, I like the punk drums. I like the, the riffing, you know. This is not like a go-into-an-extended-guitar-solo kind of band or anything. It's, it's really just in-your-face, get in beat the shit out of you, cut you up a hundred times, send you to the hospital with 39 stab wounds in less than 30 seconds, and you're out. The good thing about this band, much like American Standards, if we talk long enough, we'll get through the entire discography. (laughs) Right, we gotta be careful that we don't just get to the end right now. And unfortunately, that's gonna be the test. How long can we actually make this album? Because what do you want me to say? Album number one? Your monologue, this is good is already, your monologue is already two songs long. All right. Yeah, I know, right? We've gone... Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, this record is fast. It's heavy. It's insane. It's grindcore. The vocals are all over the fucking place. Uh, lyrics are fucked up. I mean, it's just... Uh, it's just pure pig destroyer, and it definitely gives us a preview for what we can expect on the next four albums. So the album that we're probably going to talk about the most, which is the one that I was the most familiar with before we did this, was Prowler in the Yard. I don't even want to start with the first track because it's going to sound like somebody talking behind us. With no I'm going to read it. You want to read, Jennifer? You all should be familiar with what we're talking about. This is where the conversation becomes uncomfortable if it wasn't when we first started. The first song is a song called Jennifer. And I just want to make the very first discography discussion disclaimer. What I'm about to read is not my writing. It is does not reflect the opinions, ideas of anyone in this podcast. 
This is Pig Destroyer. If you are at all disturbed by um, the harsh language or sexual language or anything of that nature, please skip forward uh, about three to four minutes onto this podcast. You can we'll probably just part. move on to the next episode. <laughs> yeah, that might be a good idea. So I'm going to read this. God help me. Here we go. Three, two, one. Jennifer wrestled her friend playfully to the ground in front of the snow cone stand and began licking at the girl's eyeballs as if they were sugar cubes. Their bodies convulsed and flailed with an almost seizure-like intensity. At times, their pale limbs seeming to shift back and forth from one torso to the other. A crowd gathered almost immediately to watch these two girls tie and untie their bodies like a pair of pit vipers. They were confused or concerned or shocked or aroused or all of the above, but no one dared interfere with the performance. Jennifer's long ashen hair hung down, concealing the girl's face like a curtain around a hospital bed. No one had any idea that the girl's eyes were revolving under her ruby tongue. This is disgusting. It's pornography, explained a pasty slug-like woman in a fur coat. Vanilla ice cream smeared across her double chin like a money shot. Countered a balding professor type in his mid-forties, his left hand stuffed crassly down the front of his pants. No, 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 this is beautiful. This is art. What the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, well, so this really sets the expectation. Because yeah. what what follows is roughly 30 to 35 minutes of devastatingly heavy grindcore. Yeah, I mean, there's no question these guys kick ass. It's just that by when it's all done is I don't have much of an ass left because they've just kicked it too hard. Every album is a live show in the making. This album is actually a little more tame than everything they did previous as far as the music is concerned. Um, but if you're the kind of person that really listens to a band and you really studied the lyrics, this is what you're in for. Hey, how you doing? And like I said, it's good grindcore. I can understand the lyrics a little more on this one than I can on the last one. The best way I can really describe this album is it's terrifying. Especially if you if you paid attention to the lyrical content. Now I'm not I'm not gonna tell you what these songs are about because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the point of it and I'm usually pretty good at, at pulling the meaning out of lyrics. But I feel like a lot of the lyrics on this CD are meant to shock. And terrify, and they definitely have achieved that. But one of the things that I think is interesting is the idea of Prowler in the Yard and this idea of the lyrics possibly being written from the point of view of a Prowler in the Yard. Somebody that's clearly destabilized, has a, a chemical imbalance, an appetite for violence and destruction. And I really kind of feel like these lyrics were meant to be a view into the brain or thoughts of somebody uh, somebody who would commit like a horrific act or something like that. It's, um, yeah, it's horrifying. The music's, <laughs> the music's really good. That um, definitely kicks ass. It's, it's, it's aggressive. It's in your face. And it is uh, 
much more mature musically than the first album in the sense that the songs like there seems to be a little bit more thought put into them and the vocals are a little bit more decipherable than they were on the on the first release so i appreciate that <laughs> I, I don't know why you would want to hear what he was saying but yikes um <laughs> Yeah. Are we, so ready, are next we ready album. for Terrifier? So the next album is literally called Terrifier. Can we get through this as quickly as possible? <laughs> yeah. So if the if the cover artwork doesn't uh, doesn't disturb you enough, um, well, just don't look up the cover artwork. Uh, so <laughs> this record is actually in a lot of ways more chaotic than Prowler in the Yard was. Like the screams are more intense. It seems like the pace is somehow faster. They stepped it up again. They did. And yeah, it, it's totally frenetic. There's no question. Yeah, but again, it has that same maturity. Like, I feel like it has the intensity of explosions in Ward 6, but with the actual mat more mature songwriting of Prowler in the Yard. Does that make sense? Absolutely. This is what I thought I was hearing the first time I listened to the Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza. Right. Just an onslaught of noise and heaviness and energy, very punk rock. But I don't think anybody outside the band could tell you how any of these songs are played. No, probably not. And much like Converge, that's not really the point. Right, well, and it's not overly technical. I mean, it's really there just to create a feeling. And it does that. It does have its own atmosphere. Um, albeit it's more like, okay, so... You take a band like In Flames or Dark Tranquility and the atmosphere is like old Norse mythology and, you know, like Valkyries fighting in heaven or some shit or like flying through space or something positive. Pig Destroyer's atmosphere is kind of like that scene in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre where the girl walks into the house, Leatherface opens up the door, beats her in the fucking head with a hammer and then pulls her through the door and then that's it. See, I would have said this is more like the dinner scene. This is... It get, we're going to get to the dinner scene. <laughs> but this actually... Actually, listening to Pig Destroyer while watching Texas Chainsaw is actually a pretty interesting experience. Um, however, the other bit of atmosphere, I would say, with this album specifically, is the part where they've got humans in the basement hung on the meat hooks. Because that's what I get when I'm listening to this, like visions of a dank basement with like decaying corpses everywhere. Did you guys get that vibe, or am I just fucked up? <laughs> it's Pig Destroyer. It's good grindcore. I can't understand the lyrics, and I'm terrified. Yeah, now I really don't want. I'm I'm normally not one to read the lyrics. Now I really don't want to read them. I'm not much of a doom and gloom kind of guy. Even though I like Swallow the Sun, so I don't know what the hell's wrong with Actually, me. Actually, Dan, I do take it back. This sounds like a punk band fronted by Leatherface. <laughs> yeah, that's entirely... That might be my review of the band. That's entirely possible. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I'm done with that. But yeah, this... With all apologies to Mushroom Head circa 2009. The songs kind of run together, too. Like... On purpose. Like it's one continuous album, or one continuous song, song, rather. Yeah. It really is. I feel like if I was 12 years old or 15 years old or Good God who gave me this record when I was 12, my older brother Dan... I feel like this is what you listen to just to piss off your parents. Like, this is the 80s stereotype 
Twisted Sister music video where the only reason you're doing it is to piss off the parents. Oh, I listen to Body Count to piss off my parents, but, uh, <laughs> you know, this this would work too, I guess. At least with a band like Body Count, you can understand the fucked up stuff they're talking about. This album especially, I, I think, is a marathon. <laughs> it's They're kind of hard to get through. Yeah, they really are. Um, I mean, you, you guys brought out... Tony Danza before and that's kind of you know a similar vein but I, I think this is like turning the volume up to 11 I know it's cliche but yeah I this one's even harder for me to, to get through I actually enjoy uh, tap dancing uh, extravaganza this I have a hard time digesting there's not a lot here Joe is this uh is this another pushing a boulder up a hill kind of band I wouldn't say so only from a production standpoint this you could actually just sit there and endure and it would eventually stop where Tony Danza is strictly because of how it's produced it's mixed where it is a pushing the boulder up the hill this is okay well there's a boulder and uh, there's a hill I mean eventually I'm going to give out and my legs are going to get crushed when it rolls back on me well, I think uh, if it's not a bo- if it's not pushing a boulder up the hill, it's carrying a real fucking heavy rock, and you're not allowed to take a breath the whole way up. This is like working a register at at a Walgreens for twelve hours. I should probably not use a company. So this is like working a register at a retail. No, I'm gonna stick with Walgreens. Like a retail pharmacy, photo developing kind of place yeah okay this is like working you know eight <laughs> hours a day or night or overnight because you know rotating schedules is impossible well luckily it's more brief than that but yeah that's like joe said there's not a lot here other than the fact that like if you're like i am and you just want to hear noise the mission fucking accomplished this is exactly what it is when i'm pissed off or i need to do something really difficult that i don't want to do I'm going right to Pig Destroyer because it's going to give me the energy that I need to get through it. This is like babysitting someone else's five-year-old. Plural. Yeah, possibly. Um, Like, you're afraid to do anything, and you're afraid everything is going to break all at the same time, and you can't control the situation. We can't talk about kids while we're talking about Pig Destroyer. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. (laughs) Yeah. No. So, um... Yeah, so their next album, Phantom Limb. Jeff's happy. We're talking about Phantom Limb. Yeah, this is actually, and it's not even close. This is my favorite This one's album. a little bit more musical. Oh, gee, I wonder why it's my favorite one then. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not just noise. I mean, I, I get that people love noise and that primal uh, emotion that it helps drive, but I... I like to think that I'm I'm more evolved than that. You know, Dan on the other hand is You can think whatever you want to think, man. <laughs> it's your freedom. Yeah, it is. But yeah, this I I guess whenever like I'm angry, I need something emotional to connect to other than just you know, a wall of noise in my ear and just to piss me off. I don't I need something to take me off the ledge, not push me over it. This is what Jeff wants to listen to when somebody rings the bell and we've got eight ounce gloves on. All right, you guys stop boxing when the album stops. Go. Like, yeah, I'm hyped up. I want to do something really fast and get it over with, not just sit here and enjoy it because I don't enjoy it for the reasons that I enjoy other things. I guess I was going to say, like, a, the, you sound like you were describing my wife describing me. 
Hurry up and get it over with. Okay. No, no. I, so, I, thought, uh, I thought you meant Phantom Limb, but it's not going to be in the show. So. so oh! <laughs> that's oh, shit. so funny. Okay. Wow. All right. So Phantom Limb could be mistaken as a more extreme metalcore kind of album. It sounds a little bit more converged, a little bit less carcass. I mean, early carcass, yeah. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like, No, it does. It's almost like there's a little bit more hardcore in here. Not as much necessarily grindcore. It is still fast, but like even the drumming I've noticed is a little is a little different on this. It's a little choppier on this record. Yeah, I, I do like that. It's chunky. Yeah, just we'll just put it this way. If I was a flat earther, this one would be on the earth. The uh, the previous releases would have like uh, been over the edge. Just I I can't fathom and contain it. It, it just. Everybody's got their own cup of tea, because I know there's all kinds of shit that I listen to that people look at me like, you, you even consider that metal? And I'm like, I, I, I understand. Yeah, every, I every, we, we talk, I know, we get <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's got their, their niche, and this is just, as hard as I try, uh, it just, collectively, this band is just not my thing. Well, let's talk about the positives. There's a couple here. And I know that's stretching it, but we got two albums to go. Good God. Isn't it <laughs> awesome in 2007 when this came out to listen to a record that sounds like a thrash record from the 80s? Just the way the guitars are mixed and the way the drums are a little bit thin. Yeah, I mean, I've sped up my old thrash cassette tapes before, but uh, I definitely hear the thrash riffs. Played three times as fast. Absolutely. I think the grindcore shows up from time to time, but for the most part, this record is kind of like... In no way am I saying that this is, quote, the soft one. No, it's it's subdued. C comparatively speaking, it's absolutely subdued. I think this is this is a good gateway. If you're gonna if you're gonna start listening to Pig Destroyer and you want to ease your way in, this is where you start. See, I would have said, listen to Prowler in the Yard. Are you still with me? Okay, here's the rest of them. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> well, that's not that's, that's not getting your feet wet. That's dropping well, you in a vat of acid. Well, that's what you guys fucking did to me. <laughs> You're like, hey, did you check, check out Prowler shit. in the Yard? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you did. So, are we ready for book burner? Absolutely. Although I do not endorse the burning of books. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Grindcore in 2012. This is more like the albums before Phantom Limb. Like they were pissed off that, you know, Phantom Limb came out or something. I don't know. Uh, it's heavier, though. Way heavier. I don't know what to say about it, Joe. It's just, it's fast, it's intense, the lyrics are fucked up. I, it's it's grindcore? Yeah, it's, I was gonna say it's a return to form for it's them. It's Pig Destroyer. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to put my finger on it. And, you know, I just want to apologize to our audience that we really just don't have a lot to say on it in the sense that, like, if you like a wall of noise, you're gonna love this band. If you, don't, I just had an idea for a new segment. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> we'll get to it. Okay. Um, so yeah, this was a this was a good record. This is actually the last record that they that they put out, um, full length record. Well, that's not entirely true. Well, Painter of Dead Girls is a compilation album of demos. So they are currently working on a new album. Yeah. So I guess this is the most up to date. What do you guys think? You think this is just gonna sound like this? Yeah, actually, what I... <laughs> It'll sound like this in 2019. Actually, I'll go out on the limb and say it sounds like the Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza, just because they're turning up their quality as they go, but the songs are the same. I'm actually interested. I didn't have the deluxe edition of Book Burner, and now I want to check it out. There's uh, there's some Black Flag, Misfit, Minor Threat cover on here. Dude, 
Betray, what a great song. Seems pretty uh seems pretty fitting. Yeah. Well I'm a I like minor threat, so I'm, So you want to hear it sang by Pig Destroyer? <laughs> I'm I'm very curious. Is that what you want? I'm a Is that really what you want? It's a morbid curiosity. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, I, I do want to check it out. So because I like all three of those bands. Well, I am the Circle Jerks, although that's all I think that's deny everything. That's only a few seconds long. What's the impression you guys came away with on, on Pig Destroyer? Well, I think part of my problem was my emotional state this week. Just had some crazy shit go down. And uh, I think it was just an overload for me. I think if it had just been a normal week, because I'm a big hardcore punk fan, so this should have been right up my alley. Just weren't feeling it this week. And I just wasn't feeling it this week. I have a feeling that maybe, you know, because every once in a while we've, we've talked about, you know, going back and revisiting bands. Maybe we will do that whenever they have the new release come out. And, you know, I'll listen to it again. And uh, maybe I'll have a different opinion of the band at that point in time. But I, I'm all, I've always been a kind of a moody listener. I, I find music to, to fit uh, the way I'm feeling. And <laughs> this just didn't work this week for me. That's all that it was, I think, more than anything else. But yeah, it's it's a crazy wall of noise. I think more than anything else, I I really dug the um, I like the drums, especially on Phantom Limb. Really, really, really dig it. Here, Jeff, do you feel better now? Bioactive, yeah, that's that's one of their older ones. It, you, if you go to revive my wounds. Then I'm then I'm in business, but yeah, I can listen to Cybreed. Cybreed's one of the few bands. Doesn't matter what mood I'm in, I love them. Well, somehow we've been talking for the past 35 minutes about a band called Pig Destroyer. So fantastic. I'm gonna count that as Jeff's final thoughts and say what I came away this week, Dan, was there is good grindcore. I'm very critical of grindcore and noisecore and bands that otherwise have no structure. And what seemingly have no thought put into them. Well, they have structure. It's not uneven structure. Oh, there we go. Nice plug. And this is an example of a band that I could actually enjoy listening to when I want to listen to something that is all about energy. Because I don't think listening to the band is about the substance. It's about the onslaught. It's about the energy. Yeah, for me, it was just about the feeling, you know, and, and like... I'm a junkie for that heaviness. I listen to a lot of bands, um, like a lot of screamo bands, like um, like Page Ninety Nine and City Caterpillar, and like St Jerome's Dream and stuff like that. And like those bands do a very similar thing to what Pig Destroyer is doing, but they're like a lot more emotional. But like Pig Destroyer, it's really all just like they've just removed the emotion from the from the equation. So there's no it's it's emotionless it's devoid it's fucked up it's it's off kilter it's inhuman and that's why i like it so what was your album of the week dan oh my album of the week shit let's go with uh document eight by page 99 jeff what about you well since we uh at the beginning of the show talked about maybe doing some other bands that are not metal my band of the week and album of the week is Sweet Oblivion by Screaming Trees. It's fantastic. 
For me, I want to punish the audience. I had to listen to Pig Destroyer this week, so you do too. <laughs> Prowler in the yard. Stay tuned at the end of the episode, and I'll read Jennifer Part 2. Can I go home after that? You are home. You are home. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I, I, I will say one thing. <laughs> you, want, you want to hear the structure? Just listen to them at, at half speed. <laughs> Actually, that'd probably be creepy as fuck. Like, listening to them backwards at, like, half speed, I bet you that's pretty cool. Take it back to the 80s uh, cheesy horror flicks like uh, The Gate. Man, I love that movie. So I don't need an excuse to play As the Fall Breaks again, but we got a care package this week, Dan. Yeah, so Joel from Lathian sent us some uh, T-shirts and uh, some albums and some stickers. And a poster signed by him that we'll have hung up here in the studio soon. And uh, we just want to say thanks, Joel. That was really cool, you man. We really, we really appreciate it being super fans. He also sent me a copy of the original version of Hope Prevails, which uh, just says "Crutch" on it. And uh, as I suspected, it does sound different than the versions that you can stream online. Uh, and according to Joel, all of the guitars for that album were re-recorded. Some of the vocals too, right? A few vocals, yep. Uh, thanks again, man. Really, thank you. Yeah, very much so. Actually, I as soon as Dan walked in the door, I I put on the uh, the good old T-shirt that you that you gave us. Fits like a glove. Well, a little bigger than a glove. If it fat, fit like a glove, you could see my belly. A man glove. <laughs> Jeff, you're gonna have to get fatter so you can fit it tighter. Oh, I was gonna say, Jesus, don't give me a death sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Well, these are going to have to end up on the CD shelf in the studio at some point. And that poster's got a nice spot right about there, I think. So I think we're done with uh, Pig Destroyer. Is there really anything else to say? Uh, Like I said, if you stick around after the credits, we will uh, read Jennifer Part 2 in case you just have have to to know. Yeah, just have to know what happens. Oh, it's awesome. It's crazy. <laughs> it's fucked up. Don't yeah, listen it to is. it before you go to sleep. And on that note, this has been episode 53 of Discography Discussion. Thank you for listening. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Discuss Metal. Subscribe to our podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts, including Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. Visit DiscussMetal.com for all things discography discussion. And please, send questions and comments to DanAndJoeShow at gmail.com. If you are not a patron, you can become one at Patreon.com forward slash DiscussMetal. We have some sweet perks. Ladies and gentlemen, the song Jennifer Part 2 by the band Pig Destroyer. Dan... Everyone quickly hushed up and took a step back as Jennifer rose and stood over the girl, examining her handiwork. Her partner lay motionless beneath her, seemingly dead. Her eye sockets dry and empty, her heels and elbows scraped and bloodied. Some onlookers gasped in horror. Some swooned and fainted melodramatically. Most just stared in disbelief. Jennifer reached down between her thighs and pulled the crotch of her bathing suit to the side, exposing her vagina. The other girl slowly sat up and began sliding her fingers into Jennifer. A few minutes later, her wrists were in, then her elbows. Eventually, she would completely disappear into her womb. Jennifer tilted her head to the side curiously. She heard the sound of a rickety wooden roller coaster in the distance, its passengers screaming in mock terror. 
she knew that sooner or later that they would realize the ride wasn't stopping and they were all going to die. God, that's fucked up. 